From the lake to the basin and the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rock fishing show Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry, along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. Anyway, for our weekly fishing and hunting show, and welcome to Kane Radio, FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And the purpose of this show, as always, to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with uh, Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And, Rick, uh, each Friday, these fine people are the reason we're here. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, the numbers, you got to dial that area code, 337. The number is 367-1240. And you can also listen to us online at www.kane1240.com. And anywhere in the world, you can pick up Kane Radio. And if you have an Alexa, just say, Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible internet device we're live here at the studios at 107 west main street here in downtown new iberia right next to victor's cafeteria which is open yep but uh you got yeah, to find a parking spot you have this to hike morning. a little while Tony. that's right the sugarcane festival the 79th sugarcane festival is taking place here in downtown new iberia yeah limited parking here right. on main street and yep. also in bullany plaza as a lot of the police barricades have gone up. Meanwhile, Rick, uh, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what you hearing, my man? Tony, I talked to a couple of my, my partners yesterday, uh, gave me a call when I was taking a break at the pizza place, and uh, one of them's been catching some specks right outside uh, by around T. Butte, and another one, he was kind of tight-lipped, said he's been doing good, and uh, in, in all he would tell me is around Weeks Bay area, and it's that time of year. You know, we had a what one little maybe a little front front and a half, and yeah, we got another cool. front. Now, as these fronts, you know, continue to come in, uh, salt water's only going to get better. Yeah, and uh, basically, uh, again, a, a heated day here for uh, late September now. Yeah, and uh, ooh, last few days it it has been, and no rain in the forecast. If there is any, it's just a shower or two, but it's uh, not much. Uh, we're looking at uh, heat until sometime next week when it starts yes, to get a little cooler in the uh, yeah. during the day. The temperatures might get up in the mid to right. high eighties. Think so, we uh, might get a little shot of rain all the way next week, like next Thursday, Tony. Yeah. So uh, with fishing, uh, Rick, and fresh water, uh, what are you hearing, Tony? Now? I'm fishing to get back out there. I got one yard to cut when I leave here, and I'm going to Sherrington and. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be, uh, you know, get, get back on track. What was working for me, I was catching good on spinner baits. You can go ahead and answer that. Yeah, let's, we got a call on the line. You're on the line with the Fishing and Hunting Show? No, sir. Birthday announcement. Uh, could you give us a call at uh, 365-3434 and leave a message? We'll someone to pick up the line, all right? I sure can. Thank you. You're welcome, ma'am. Anyway, Rick, a birthday announcement. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, oh, yeah. sure. We, we uh, encourage those. Give us a call. Oh, yeah. At, but at uh, 365-3434, and we'll answer yeah. the phone. So like I, like I said, Tony, I'm going to put down in Sherrington. Uh, I, I told you earlier I had a little little boat, you know, motor issues. Got that straightened out. So I'm going to kind of, how you say that, stay close to home. So anywhere I fish in Sherrington, I'll be able to see the truck. In other words, you know, I can throw a motor back if there's something must have happened. But anyway. I'm going to put down over there and, and see how it goes. And uh, Because in Sherrington right now, with the water being like four or something, I don't think with an outboard you'll be able to get out. Now, maybe with a, a pro drive or a, you could, or a, a go devil, you could probably get out. But I'm just going to, 
you know, Nick picking around Sherrington this morning and, and see what's going on. I should be able to pick up a few fish. And uh, But I heard the basin has still been good, you know, down around Miet Point. But like I said, I'm going to kind of stay closer to this end on this trip here. Well, as you mentioned, uh, we're talking about uh, the water levels over at Butler Rose. Uh, and they're still working on the bridge, too, so uh, oh, you they can't are. cross, yeah. Well, it'll be nice, Tony, and they're they're uh, they're fixing, a, I guess you call it the levee, the road, the side of the road that's the levee that was caving in by, yeah. uh, uh, near Henderson. by Henderson. Yeah, yeah, get it out in a minute. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that's, that's almost, that project's almost complete. Yeah, that stretch there is finally, the road's down, but they still yeah. have some work to do to enforce, I guess, right. uh, the side of the road, but that one-mile stretch. Because yeah. I love to take the back road, Tony, to Baton Rouge. You skip all the traffic, and, and you go to me, you go to Lafayette, you're making a half a circle. So if you go to Henderson, which is nice, but, you know, sometimes you leave 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning where you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs and waiting on that red light, you know, to change, and there's nothing coming, you know. So anyway, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it'll be nice when they get that done. Yeah, it will be. And it's about right about a mile, I guess. Uh, it's a pretty good that, little ways, yeah. Yeah, it is, and uh, you got to stop there for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's got to be the uh, most countryest uh, red light in, oh, man, in the world. But that's beautiful scenery right there on the levee. <laughs> it is. And since we're is. talking about that, Tony, I, I remembered, and, and I seen it the, the other day when I went, that's the only time I've ever seen in a vending machine that you could buy shiners. I didn't, I just think that's the coolest thing, bro. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, that right is. there by the bridge where where you turn to go into Henderson. Yep, across yep. the uh, the bayou. Uh, there, there's a little vending machine right there, and you buy shiners out the vending machine. And, and you know, Rick, uh, with those water levels, it looks like they're gonna hold for the next uh, into early October. Well, I hope uh, so, Tony. Maybe I can get another trip or two in. Yeah, before yeah. it uh, it won't be long though. It's gonna it's gonna start picking up. They'll start diverting some water. From the Mississippi and, uh, and and you know just spreading the water out and it, it'll start it'll start picking up, but usually around uh, duck season, about halfway or maybe three quarters of duck season, you know the basin stays kind of low, which is good for the duck hunters also. Yeah, and not only that, but also the uh, the water level is going to remain right at five feet, just a shade below five feet, which that's is perfect. Which, that's right. That's in my wheelhouse. You, you can't yeah. you can't ask for anything more than oh, that. Oh no, I mean that's in that I, just, regard, I can't so, wait, uh, man. Anyway, uh, also picked up on a story that, uh, that and I've got a few here today uh, right. to talk about with the fishing and all. And, uh, you know, the, the, the feds, uh, you know, with regards to, uh, you know, we, we're being baby boomers, you know, it's uh, anyway, the National Marine Fisheries Service, nor the National Oce- Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, nor the U.S. Commerce, U.S. States Department of Commerce ever faced the RF frustrated fishermen. And that's what's coming up. Uh, these folks uh, want to cling to the uh, the Marine Recreational Information Program. We talked about this many times in that uh, with the count of the fish out there. And, you know, when the state got out there and started counting the fish. Uh, A lot they, more. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they saw three times as many red snappers, the right. federal people. And, uh, yeah. you know, the, the expletive deleted coming out of some of those uh, fishermen, you know, uh, with regards to that, you know, the great red snapper count uh, verified. The Gulf Council sat on its hands for years, and uh, now they're talking about with the uh, recreational sampling uh, systems from the L.A. Creel and more real-time uh, to estimate uh, in that regard. They're just finding out that it's a plan that could come uh, to cut the annual quotas of Mississippi and Alabama by
about 50 to 60 percent. You know, okay. their shorelines right. are very small. And, and to go back even into history, and you can look this up, yeah. it was Louisiana that ended up giving Mississippi and Alabama those shorelines because the Florida parishes, uh, those now are the term used for the uh, parishes uh, uh, above the uh, north of the Mississippi River and Lake Pontchartrain, okay. Louisiana uh purchase uh, those lands extended all the way into florida the panhandle and uh to give mississippi some shoreline okay not, not a lot maybe a hundred miles okay you see i just learned something you so know, that's how uh, that came about that's right okay uh, and that's why they have those little tips there yeah. on uh, on those uh, on mississippi and alabama uh but in the meantime, you know, if they cut uh, those uh, particular states by that, uh, it's clear that uh, people living in Louisiana, Texas, and Florida uh, could uh, see a lot more red snapper coming to their future. So uh, it's going to be interesting, and it was clear yeah. to those who paid attention to this issue for nearly 20 right. years. And, Tony, we always did say that. Well, I did. You know, the, the commercial industry is what really put a hurting on the, on the snapper. I mean, when those big old boats pull up there and they're yanking them in 40, 50, 60, 100 at a time, I mean, that's, that 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 would decimate, you know, some fish. And it, they, they really, day in and day out, and you move to the next platform or by the next uh, reef or whatever, you know, I mean, they, they really put a hurting on the red snapper. Yeah, they do. And you know as well as I do, uh, the red snapper at one time, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah, uh, it was a different uh, story. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of stress on that fish. So, and by That's stress, right. I mean the the, the fish yeah. weren't multiplying the, the way they thought they would. Right, and, and the numbers and, were way down. Way down, yeah. you're right. But well, they were overfished, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. But And they're trying to keep a handle on that. But uh, it just looks like today that uh, – that there's a lot of boy you talk to the people that go out in the deep you know to catch your snapper and uh, man they yeah. just say you can walk on the water they got oh yeah i got some there. buddies that dive and you say rick it's like man it just it's like it's solid red not you know not solid red but a lot a lot of red down there that that pinkish color red a beautiful uh color oh yeah and you know they've done a, a pretty good job of uh maintaining that and trying to hold uh over the last few years, you know, starting with uh, Memorial Day weekend, allowing those uh, 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 people to catch uh, two for years, and then now it's up to three, and uh, hopefully yeah. with some more changes, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, the where you, maybe you can fish, you know, maybe a half dozen, you know, I don't know. Uh, it depends, of course, uh, this past year due to Ida, you didn't see the red snapper count. We went all the way to December, which yeah. it was a little overfished by – I don't know, six, 7,000 uh, yeah. snapper. But, uh, you see, to me, Tony, they could come up with a calculation or a formula that would, uh, would kind of, you know, a storm has got to affect, affect all, you know, marine life. It has sure. to. So, you know, anyway, but hopefully they'll come up with something. Uh, uh, the only thing with the storm, I uh, hope, uh, is that it stirs up the, uh, the dead, uh, you know, the, the, the zone out there, the yeah. dead zone out there, and hopefully uh, it yeah. stirs up that water and brings some oxygen right. in that water. Some years it gets uh, it's, it's pretty, oh, it's, pretty it, big. It's One year it was like up to like 15 miles wide. That's, 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 that's huge. That or 8,700 square miles, you yeah. know, off the coast of Louisiana. Yes, so uh, hopefully with the storm, it stirs up that water, some brings some oxygen into that water. But in the meantime, uh, also this, and, you know, we've talked about this with the pogey a lot uh, with regards to it being the uh, yeah. the, the caviar, I should say, oh, of yeah. the speckle trout. Buffet for the speck. That's yeah. right. And uh, anyway, when when you look at that, Manhattan, you know, it's a, they're fish with huge numbers. I mean, they're most abundance in the Atlantic alone, and calculations are in the hundreds of billions of this fish. Well, but there you go again, Tony, if you keep letting the commercial overfish it. And th- from what I understand, they're getting inside their zones that they're supposed to be. 
so they can put a hurting on them. You oh, know, and the, you're yeah. you're right about that, Rick. And uh, this that's what this uh, this conversation is going to turn to is that when a Louisiana-based vessel owned by Omega Protein Corporation had cut loose, they cut loose a net with a, a, just about a million dead manhaden in it, the pogies, and by catching it, you know, they caught this uh, big group of uh, pogies, and they just they couldn't get in the boat, so they cut the net, and the, the pogies are there to die. Uh, you know, is. I mean, just dead, of course, yeah. uh, over well. a period of time, but, I mean, that just goes to show you how many pogies are out there. And, uh, and basically, these big boats now, there was a limit set a quarter mile from the shore. Other states, they have a mile limit. Yeah. And, you know, when you see these big commercial vessels, and I realize they got to make a living, but yeah. they but just Tony, need to keep still, them away from the shoreline. Yeah, but look, they still have regulations they're supposed to have. And I'm telling you, so much net, and you're only supposed to drag for so long. So somebody, how you say that, fell asleep at the wheel on that deal. If they came up with that much, you know. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, you know, yeah. Rick, they put out airplanes out there with aerial views. Right. And they, they let the, I guess, through shortwave or phone, cell phone, whatever they use today, yeah. to communicate with them, to send them to areas uh, where they see the fish. Right. And they bring these 1,500-foot-long nets, man. Yeah. Uh, and then they just sweep them up. And, uh, yeah. And anyway, you just. Yeah, that's you, a shame, man. I mean, it's just. Uh, to go to waste. And you know? That's right. And they come so close to shore. I've heard of people telling me that over in the coastal area by Grand Isle, those spots, yeah. they come into shore. And you they, see, you can they see start, the mud kicking up. Huh? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Catching these fish. And uh, anyway, I, I'd like to see it where there, there, there are a lot of concerns here. Conservationists need to right. wor- work up things. And. Uh, just, uh, you know, and up until six months ago, there were no limitations how far these boats could, could get come into. That's right. Yeah. And maybe some of them boat captains didn't know about the law today. I don't, I'm not sure. But anyway, well, we adopted a quarter of a mile bumper, which is only about 1,300 feet. And it, I personally think that's too short. They need to move them out, maybe a mile, even two yeah. miles. Because, Tony, you're talking about a there. boat that's what? 75 feet long, 100 feet long? Oh, yeah, or if more. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, uh, you know, this species in the Gulf, there are 100 billion, 200 billion of these fish in the entire Gulf of Mexico. And they're catching a few billion of fish each year off the coast. And uh, that's not a big percentage of the overall stock. No, now you got to realize, too, I'm sure, you know, the uh, food chain, there's more fish than just specks that eat pogies also. That's right. You know, you got to kind of keep that in account, you know. Yeah, Yeah. you're right about that, too, Rick. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, uh, pogies out there that uh, that they satisfy a lot of the fish uh, in the sea too. The prey that go after them. So, uh, and it's an abundant fish. Uh, hopefully, the commercial fishermen uh, could, and they're still making good money with it. You know, they can just follow it with a fish and pull them in. So, anyway, uh, there's a trade-off there that needs to be done because it's yeah. it's hurt our fishing in this area with speckled oh, yeah. trout. Yeah, and all we've seen that follow the food chain. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, uh, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries they they have their next set of dates for free fishing courses, and the beginner catfish course will be geared towards participants' basic fishing knowledge or anglers who have completed basically the these uh, groups of uh, uh, courses or dates uh, uh, free fishing courses. I'm not sure if there is a. 
uh, limit to the number of people in these classes, but uh, okay. participants will learn catfish uh, species, identification, behave, basic fish behavior, proper fishing handling, equipment overview, basic rigging, bait selection. You know, a lot of important things. If you're, you're a youngster, yeah. even a young adult or right. uh, someone that'd like to learn a little bit more about fishing. and yeah. uh, I've seen they dumped a bunch in a, a, a pond. It was in Lafayette uh, a couple of days ago, Tony. Yeah. And they yeah. were saying, uh, keep in mind, and I'm, I don't want to get off track of the story, but they said, now look, when you go fishing, keep in mind, 16 and older, you must That's right. uh, hold a fishing license. That, you know, that is correct. Possess a fishing That's license. That's right. Yeah. That is correct. And it's inviting all ages. Of course, it's oh, yeah. isn't exclusive uh, to parents or guardians, but you've got to be accompanied by an adult uh, under 18 years of age. And uh, right. it's uh, increased participant capacity. Now, you've got to move a little bit. They've got different areas throughout the state where you can uh, – uh, hook up with, but uh, for information, for more information, uh, go to the uh, Louisiana Wildlife Fisheries website, and you can pick up some of that information, register, and uh, to go online and all. But uh, it's just it's something nice. Yeah, it's good little program. That's right. Yeah. Learn a little bit, and uh, I, you know, for the people in this area, I'd like to pick up a little fishing. Uh, anyway, it's it's a good program. It's good to learn, and uh, what more can I say? Um, right. Well, hopefully, since COVID, Tony, you know, the numbers shot way up. Hopefully, it'll stay. Right. It'll stay That's up. Right. You know, it's uh, it helps the local economy and the dollar, you know, turns over. And, it does. Uh, it does. Right. Get 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 our youth, you know, more of the youth interested in fishing. Yeah. Also, the uh, to view the upcoming schedule and register for one of these courses, uh, this fishing courses, uh, the free fishing courses, you can go to the website uh, under uh, the uh, www.louisianaoutdoors.com com uh, slash events and select the event type or, or fishing education you need and if you need assistance you can uh them, their calls uh they're on that graph you can pick it up and if you have questions you're not sure about there are different uh, phone numbers you can talk to uh either a chris connor or a joshua porter so just an important information for these young people too and uh and even adults you know uh, these fishing courses series programs so uh Equipment will be provided, so all but participants also encouraged to bring their own gear. All in attendance will take home a package of informative material, a starter tackle, and gear courtesy of H and H Lure and uh, Coastal yep. Conservation uh, Association of America. So H and H, that's an old company. That's right. Yep. And you know, your anglers, as we mentioned, uh, older anglers must possess a valid recreational fishing license. To participate. So yep, 16 or older. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and take our first break this morning. You're listening to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, you're my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. 
The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza. 256-5783. That's 256-5783. The Quarter Tavern is the premier spot for live music. It's Festival Week, and the QT is your Sugarcane Festival HQ. Friday, the Cajun Company Band. Saturday, Swampland Revival. And on Sunday afternoon, the Bad Boys. Remember, never a cover at the Quarter Tavern. 19 TVs has you covered for the Saints and LSU, and no bar with more outdoor seating. Quarter Tavern, 910 East Main, across from McDonald's. The best drink prices in DeBerry. And don't forget, now serving fresh fruit, margaritas, and daiquiris. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. And uh, Rick, got a little information here about the early season with Teal. Of course, it's getting ready to go away yep. this weekend on the 25th. So, Quick two uh, weeks, huh? That's right. Anyway, the hunting season, uh, it's not who you are, it's where you are for the, hunt, for the Teal this year. And uh, uh, what day you were there, that's pretty much sums up the first days of the that's Teal That's what season. I heard, Tony. Yeah. yeah, and we're still early in the migration, but there's a lot more time to push more birds down, especially... Oh, come November, you know, hopefully we'll get some cool weather and uh, cold weather. Should, but it's where you hunt, yeah. and it's where you pick your spot. And from what I understand, the southwest parishes, uh, with those parishes, Vermillion, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and Jeff Davis, yeah. Cameron, yes, sir. all those areas. Uh, anyway, one, one hunter found it a good opening morning as uh, he and his friends hunted in a pond outside Eunice. And uh, uh, things started a little snow, but during daybreak they picked up in a hurry. And there were a lot of factors leading to their success. And there was plenty of water and vegetation, and okay. that's where the birds were. Yeah. And he, say, he said when people started shooting in the rice fields, lots of teal started heading to the spots where they were hunting. And one hunter who uh, stated he was hunting every day in the teal season is from Effie, and he reports the same thing. He mentioned uh, opening weekend, it wasn't so good, but, uh, man, it picked up since then, and they having some good hunts. We hunted over uh, Avalls Parish, then over at Jennings, and going back up to central Louisiana. There's a bunch of teal moving uh, so good okay. things uh, yeah. with the teal season and all. And overall, the opening day, there weren't many zeros in that part of the state. But one area that surprised results uh, up near Catahoula Lake, which is a little bit uh, kind of northeast of us. The lake uh, was high in recent rains and vegetation was all covered up in the aerial. But there were even enough birds there to count. But when the birds started flying, they started looking for more water. And that's what they found. So teal season success. Okay. It's more than just the birds. He said, of course, you have to have teal. But the guys that put in the work, he mentioned, uh, didn't get impatient and leave too early and shot well, and they had success. So the 2022 20, season runs, uh, you know, from September 10th to the 25th, which will be uh, Sunday. So it ends this weekend for the blue wing, green wing, and cinnamon teal. And with the limit, I remember you only allowed six teal in that regard. Okay, six so, teal, uh, yeah. Uh, might have another call here on the line, uh, Rick. Let's right. go ahead and uh, – Take it. You're on the line with the Fishing and Hunting Show? No, sir. I'm calling for a birthday announcement. Okay, uh, that's fine, ma'am. Could you give us a call back at course, the area code in 365-3434? All right. I sh- Thank I you. Sure can. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. 
anyway, uh, Rick, uh, yeah, yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, if it, yeah, we encourage calls, but give us a call at uh, 365-3434 for birthdays, wedding announcements, and other info. Yeah, but I talk, spoke to a couple of my, my friends, Tony, that, uh, you know, I'm not a big hunter. I, I like to fish. But anyway, they, they were saying that the, the rice fields, like you were just saying, was, you know, was a, that, that's where it was at. Yeah. At least, I, I don't know if you'd call it the first part of duck hunting i guess teal season but they did pretty good yeah it was the southwest parishes of course with everything over with ida i mean the honey yeah. can't be really good over there even though uh right a lot of a lot of vegetation and all but uh yeah, just, all uh, had people be, trying to get their lives yeah rearranged together. and yeah yeah same thing uh came, came up with uh, other things with hunting so and we'll talk about that when the deer season really opens up too, yes sir. so anyway the the louisiana department of wildlife and fisheries are accepting uh applications for the wildlife management areas uh, water uh, fowl hunts and uh, a lottery hunt will be uh, also held for disabled veterans at Sherburne and uh, they have applications instructions a general waterfowl lottery hunt will be held on Bayou Pierre and Sherburne so lottery hunts on these uh, waterfowl will also be held for the youth for ages 10 to 17 on those specific areas Bayou Pierre and Sherburne and uh, note that a a youth hunter under the age of 10 may also apply if he or she will be 10 on or before the date of the hunt, which they apply. So okay. you need to go to the website again, all lottery applications on the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website. So uh, you pick those up. Uh, there's also a $5 application fee and a $5 transaction fee per applicant. Uh, paper applications will not be accepted. I repeat, paper applications will not be accepted. Yep. And these hunts offer opportunity for selected hunters to experience their enjoyable, unique experience. So, uh, anyway, details, qualifications, uh, application requirements, application deadlines, dates, and all that are set forth in the instructions. Uh, you need to go to the website and pick that up. A lot of information there for you. And uh, just take your time and review it and see if you want to get involved. So, Rick. Just a good a good time for some of this too. Oh, so, yeah. anyway, also uh, Rick, um, the uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries also the 2022 White Lake uh, uh, hunt, uh, which is uh, a great hunt to get involved. I was going to say White Lake. I've never been there. Oh Tony, yeah, big it, lake. A lot yeah. of people don't realize how big that lake yeah. is over. It's a good size. Oh, it is. That it is yeah. too. Uh, near the coast, right off of 82. Okay. Uh, Louisiana 82. Uh, if you head to uh, Cameron Parish or this. Or the town of Cameron. A lot of marsh. That, that's right. Okay. Beautiful scenery back there on that two-lane highway with the blackbirds. And the, just you can imagine just about seeing everything oh, back yeah. there near the Roosevelt uh, Reserve. Reserve, uh, yeah. Anyway, but uh, again, you go to the website to uh, one, only one application per hunt type and may be submitted per customer. Successful applicants will be notified via email. So don't forget to put your email in there when they ask for it. And award fees are selected to the Marsh Ricefield Waterfowl Hunts. And it's a be- beautiful area back there. Yep. The, the youth waterfowl lottery hunts will take place November 5th and 6th. Only youth 10 to 17 years of age are eligible for those. All youths must possess a youth hunting license to participate in those lottery hunts. Applicants uh, can only be uh, selected for one White Lake uh, uh, youth waterfowl hunt. Uh, but uh, anyway... Uh, you can apply both dates and increase their chances being selected. So, uh, anyway, get involved. It's a beautiful area back there for hunting, and uh, and it's uh, if you're awarded uh, that, it's uh, it's, it's quite more. Satisfying. I think I asked you this already, Tony. More or less brackish. 
Yeah, it is, but it's it's you know uh, yeah, picture yourself with a uh, Spanish lake, but being uh, ten or twelve, maybe even bigger than that. See, it's so much bigger than Lake Pelord too. Really, and we all know how, Lake Pelord is probably seventy oh, five hundred acres. Lake Pelord, White lake yeah, is big. Uh, yeah, it's huge too. Uh, so, uh, and you're not allowed big uh, engines on that lake. No, too. I think what is it of. Twenty five, maybe. Or, yeah, or even it might, might be, be forty. Okay, but that would it would be anything more than that to okay. my memory in that regard. So uh, anyway, uh, White Lake. Go to the website, uh, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries website, and I'll pick an yes, update. Also, check out the dates and locations for the hunting and fishing day and the clean out your freezer day. You know, that's that's a day. You know, a lot of people, especially in this area, you got meat and fish and all that uh, stuck in your freezer oh, for yeah. a year or two or three. And uh, anyway, the Hunters for the Hungry, uh, Sunday, September 25th, clean out your freezer. Dates and scheduled in the Acadiana area from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Cajun Fields 1, Chops, specialty meats over there on Albertson yeah. Parkway. Yes, you can sir. bring it to. Yeah. Also, the First Assembly of God on 3555 Verrett School Road uh, in Youngsville. Okay. They have other areas in Eunice and Opelousas. I don't think you're going to drive through Lafayette to go to Opelousas or Eunice. So, uh, right. But Chops, specialty meats. I think it's a local. Uh, I think a New Iberia guy owns that uh, particular. I think uh, you're right, Tony. Yeah. Well, I, 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 is it a Delahousie, I think, that owns that? Uh, yeah. Chops in Lafayette, so uh, you can That's drop another, off. another good program. Yeah, it is. It is, and it feeds a lot of people, too. Yeah. It's all over the state. So if you got extra stuff, you take a little drive to Lafayette uh, or even Youngsville and drop off some of that uh, food for people. And, well, good uh, call. Defeat. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, also the uh, hunting and fishing day locations, uh, it's uh, Louisiana's National Hunting Day. That's tomorrow. tomorrow? It's at Waddell okay. uh, Wildlife Refuge over in North Flannery in Baton Rouge from 8 a.m. to 1 and the Woodward Shooting Range uh, over in uh, on Robinson Ridge Road. Also, the Bocaw Wildlife Management Area. They've got areas. Again, I suggest you go to the Wildlife and Fisheries website to look that up and feel it out and all. So, uh, yes, sir. A lot of information uh, today uh, with regards to that. Also, agents investigating a boating fatality in St. Tammany Parish. Oh, man. There was a 62-year-old of Pearl River that was recovered from Lake Pontchartrain around 9.30 yesterday morning. Agents learned that he and another passion in the boat were uh, recreational trawling for shrimp in Lake Pontchartrain near the Twin Spans when their trawl was stuck around midnight. Mm. And one of the boaters and the other boater tried to get unstuck, but when the boat capsized, putting both men in the water without wearing their post yeah. personal flotation Station devices. Device. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one boater survived. The other one uh, they found, as you said, about uh, nine and a half hours later. Just folks, man, wear those life jackets you're going to get in the water. Yeah. I don't care if you think yes, you're um, a Mark Spitz or any of those guys yeah. that think they know everything about swimming. So um, it happens quicker in the water, Tony. That it does, Rick. Yes. That it does. So Accidents, yep. Anyway, tides today, Friday, the 23rd of September. The sun rose at 657. It's going to set at 702. And the high and low tide chart, the first high tide was at 417. This morning, the next high tide at 1.46 p.m. This afternoon, the first low tide would be at 9.22, about 90 minutes from now, and the next low tide at 9.05. Saturday, the 24th, tomorrow, sunrise, 6.57, 7.01 it sets. High and low tide chart, the first high tide will be at 4.27 a.m., the next high tide at 2.51 p.m. The first low tide tomorrow will be at 9.34, and the next low tide at 9.38 p.m. Saturday, the 25th, the sun's going to rise, 6.58, set at 7 o'clock. High and low tide chart. The first high tide will be at 4.37 in the morning. That's Sunday morning. Next high tide at 3.56 in the afternoon. First low tide, 9.59 a.m. Sunday morning. The next low tide at 10.10. 
The average water temperature in the Southwest Pass Vermilion Bay, uh, 82 degrees, Rick, and that's, yeah. Yeah. that's not too bad there. No, it's not. At 82. Could be a lot worse, like you said, a lot warmer, but that's, that's a good number. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Rick, uh, as always, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these fine people. You're right, Tony. We've got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, The Quarter Tavern, and Home Run Pizza. And remember uh, our, um, our motto, motto, Rick. Kids that hunt and fish don't steal and deal.